Hello, I'm John Hughes. And I'm Kenya Hughes. And together, we, we are, are the Hughes. On our show, we talk about love, relationship, marriage, and friends in life. Well, we're back. So, we're recording for our podcast, people. We're actually recording live on Facebook as an introduction to, to let people know exactly who we are and what we do and why we've been called. We've had quite a few um, new followers. I think we've had almost 300 new followers over the last month. So I told John that I thought that it was time for us to do a live video. We used to have a radio show long ago and we would record live every Wednesday night, but we stopped that because it was a little bit too far for us to drive. So we have been recording podcasts over the last eight weeks and we're trying to kind of master it and get it down before we really put it out there but people always tell us you know what you all should have a reality tv show look guys we were trapped in the closet that closet was hot but i did find some things that i lost so we were so you were trapped in the closet okay so (laughs) hey terry um so what he means is we were recording in our closet for about eight weeks. And when I tell y'all, it was hot, it was hot. It was hot in the wrong way. So we are getting more professional. And John got us microphones. And we're recording on our microphones now. And we're just excited. So we're going to um, have guest people joining us. Oh, hey, Karen. Oh, Karen Hypes is watching. Um, so we're going to have people joining us in September uh, to watch our podcast live. But really want to tell you all a little bit about We Are The Hughes and who we are and what we do. Uh, John and I have been married, as you all know, if you've been following us, um, for 15 years. We were married on July 2nd on a hot, hot, hot Friday afternoon. Oh, my God, it was hot. In Charleston, South Carolina. Just celebrated our anniversary. And we're both from Charleston. South Carolina, that is. We met, and then we met again. And then my job transferred me to Atlanta. Is that right? Yeah. Am I telling the... I'm telling sort of a short version. She tried to leave me, y'all. I tried to leave him. I said, John, my job is transferring me to Atlanta. And I'm out of here. You go well, on go or not. Well, go girl. I'm a you player. Go I, get all, I have all kind of ladies. Let me just tell y'all. He's in Atlanta, right? 18 years later. He's here with me. I'm just saying. So, he came, we came to Atlanta from Charleston. We had dated for about 10 months and then decided to come here with my job and start a new, start a new relationship. Not a new relationship, but a new chapter in our relationship. And it has been good. We've had some ups and downs along Ooh. the way but what doesn't kill you and there have makes you stronger that have definitely almost killed us but they have definitely uh, made us stronger we don't have any kids not that we don't want them we just have not been blessed with them and we have an infertility story journey that has really sort of defined um who helped us define who we are and why we do what we do Our amazing journey starts and begins with five miscarriages, a failed adoption, and the loss of my twin brother, Jonathan Hughes from ALS. That journey has been a journey of test, trials, sorrow, and the strengthening of those experiences. Um, What I will say most of all, that I would not have done this journey or even attempted to make this journey without my lovely wife. 
Kenya Hughes. And I thank God for the opportunity to do these fun things with you every day and sharing our stories, sharing our, our ups and downs and sharing our life. And it has definitely been a journey. It really has. We have, uh, we've just, I tell people that we've decided to turn our tragedy, and we all have tragedies in life. It's how we turn those tragedies into triumph. So really, I always tell people, really think about the things that you've been through in life, um, the obstacles that you've overcome, and what you do to make those things positive. I'll tell you, we are the Hughes started because I grew up in a house where we always had people over. My mom, we always had people over for the holidays. We were always serving. We were always doing. And I really just have this passion for people. I don't know why people just gravitate to me, but they do. Maybe, Random, may, maybe because you're nosy. I'm not nosy. Random people, <laughs> y'all. Random <laughs> people just gravitate to me. I meet people in the craziest places and then we become friends. Like I met my friend Farida in Hobby Lobby, just pushing the cart one day. And I met her there. And now we're like really great friends. I found her, not found her, bumped into her on the third aisle when I was in Hobby Lobby during the holidays and we became friends. Isn't that something? Then I met my friend Shanda. We had water in our gas tank leaving Alabama and all about eight cars had water in the gas tank. We were all stranded on the side of the road and Shanda <laughs> was stuck and John and another man had to push her car out of the road. And she is like Southern Belle, Southern Belle. Oh my God, what happened? Do y'all know what, why do, why are we all on the side of the road like this? Hilarious. Oh my gosh. You never she, know, you never know exactly what you're gonna do what when gonna you do. have to be to work in the next eight hours. But let me tell you, Shanda is like my girl now. That's my girl. Random places. Then tonight, let me this is a really sad story. Well, it's not as it's an uplifting story. I try and tell people you do things when you were like moved and when the Lord lays it on your heart. I don't know what God's plan is. Like, I really have no clue what his plan is for John and I. But he keeps sending these people to me. And he keeps pricking my heart to do these things. And I feel like if I don't do them, he is going to come down and just, like, snatch me up. And be like, didn't I tell you to do that? So I just do it. You got to tell them what our motto is before you even go any further with this story. What's our motto? What is your humanity what look is like? Your, I'm sorry, I knew that. What does your humanity look like? So tonight, I'm in Aldi. There's this homeless man in there named Travis. He not really look homeless, but you know, their face of homelessness, you don't, there are lots of people that are homeless that don't necessarily look homeless, but they're homeless. Well, what is the average um, for to be homeless? You. Oh, hey, Jenny, we miss y'all. Two paychecks away? Two paychecks away from homelessness. So Travis is in Aldi, and he's standing there. And people are just walking by. So Travis says to me as I check out, he's like, do you have any money, or can you buy me something to eat? I said, well, I don't have any money, but I'll buy you something to eat. So we go back. I go back in line. I said, what do you need? He's like, if you can just give me some meat and bread. Mm, okay. So we go. I walk to the bread aisle. I said, pick some bread. Which bread do you want? So he's like, you can pick the bread. So I pick the bread. I give him the bread. 
Then we go to the meat section. I said, what do you want? So he picks out one pack of turkey. I said, you can get two packs if you want to. He goes, really? I said, yeah. So I said, do you want some cheese for your sandwich? He's like, yes. So people are just pushing their buggies by. So you know me, I could ask questions. John tells me that one day somebody's just going to knock me over my head. Um, well, I need to well, just on a side note, because of her generosity and her very generous heart. Oh, my mom's watching. I, hey, had, mom. I had to make certain rules concerning this because... She came home one night. John, I gotta finish my story. Let me tell. Oh, she man. came home one night and she wanted to stop to the side of the road to help this lady that was in distress. And I just about lost my mind. I said, under no uncertain terms are you to stop to assist anybody on the side of the road, okay? Red wagon? So I'm not stopping. All right, so back to my Travis story. So Travis tells me that he's just moved here from Memphis. So I'm like, okay, I've heard of homeless, but like, are you like homeless? Like you live in an extended stay homeless? Are you like homeless because you're living with somebody and you just don't have your own home? Oh, my hair's sticking up in the back. Homeless, or are you like homeless, homeless? Travis tells me I live behind Kroger. Huh? So I said, Okay, so that just took me back all the way. I, I had to just stop for a second. So I'm walking for Baldy. I said, do you want some chips or something? So he's like, sure. So we go and we get a big bag of chips. He wanted a little dollar and 50 cents. I said, why don't you get this bag because it has like 24 chips in it. At least you have enough chips for all your sandwiches with all your meat and your bread. So he says, okay. So then I said, you want something to drink? So he's like, you can get me something to drink. Sure. You can't eat dry bread and cheese. Sure. So we go and get something to drink, put it in the bag. So we're checking out. So after we check out, y'all, this grown man starts weeping. I mean, weeping in the grocery store. I had lost my faith in humanity. There are still good people out there. Thank you so much. I mean, like crying. So I leave, Travis leaves, and Travis starts walking to Kroger. Back to his home, I guess. Let me tell you all. We gotta spread more love. We cannot judge people based on the way that they look and how they carry themselves just because they don't look like us. Us. And the big thing about that is that we get so trapped up in our little bubble called life. And we tend to think that all our friends, all the people that we interject our lives into or allow them into ours lives the same way. But in fact, there is a homeless entity or a piece in society that we tend to ignore every single day. I'll give you a perfect example. Everyone in Alpharetta knows about a African-American man that pushes a cart up and down Old Milton various side streets, and this man, who is clearly dealing with some mental and social issues, uh, has walked up and down uh, the streets of Alpharetta, and he's homeless. But various people, I've seen various people try to approach him. But my question is, we're approaching a person that clearly looks like they are in some type of distress 
some kind of uh, social or emotional distress. But what are the other people that we are looking for? What are the people that we are actually seeing that could be in trouble? Because we are too afraid or too proud or too busy to ask the person to our left or ask the person to the right if they are okay. How is their day going? How is your week going? How are you doing? Those are the questions that we don't ask on a day-to-day basis. And those are the questions that ask the, that makes you realize what does your humanity look like? We have to ask ourselves. I always tell people too, I tell, like especially my girlfriends, I say, you guys make sure that you all check on your strong friends. So not, like a lot of times we carry ourselves, women, men, all of us, people in general, we carry ourselves because in society, we have been taught to just be strong, to not show your emotions and not show your feelings. So not only are we talking to people that look like us and don't look like us, but also check on your strong friends because those people become the Travises of the world. Absolutely. I don't know his story. I know that he has a story, but those Travis has a story and he could have been a CEO. He could have owned his own business. He could have been a veteran. I didn't ask all those questions, but know that there are people in our lives every day that we come in contact with that have those same situations or in, in, in need. And they're probably people that we thought were strong, that we said they'll be okay, and they're not okay. I'm telling you that from my own experience. You gotta get involved with your community and some of the suggestions that I would suggest to you, get involved with Big Brother, Big Sister, your local church, the Y. Oh, Jenny just said that. Get, in, get involved with um, the Rotary Club, which I'm a member of uh, Alpharetta Rotary. But, um, and I think that the, the Rotary is an amazing institution of service. And I think it will, it will structure you in a way to see leading individuals, businessmen, businesswomen, leading individuals in the society that are charged about taking care of their community. Jenny said this was good. She said, there are people who sit right next to us in school, church, and work who need help. And it's true. It's absolutely true. We talk to people all the time. We look at them all the time and we're so, and I'm guilty of that. But I will say that I really do try and be of good service to people that I work with and people that I know. Like I try and reach out. I'm a work in progress. I still have work to do. And um, I believe that John could probably say the same about Mm. himself. Mm. But... I do. I mean, look, it's reality. But there's people that need us. And we are here to be a blessing to others. So just bless people. It's not that hard. Just be a blessing. And take the initiative to just start a project. Whatever you think that you that you might want to do, do it. I was uh, at a uh, checkup today on my knee because I had hurt my knee from, from an, an incredible event. <laughs> My friend David Harris and Sheila Harris threw on an incredible party for David's 50th Hold birthday. On. And uh, and uh, while my wife leans, oh, I'm, I'm leans on, his on bad my knee. knee. I'm sorry, I'm leaning on his bad knee. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna plug the, the place that I went to go check on my knee because I don't want to discourage no. it or anything, but they gave great service. And I went to the best of the best 
But when you get charged $347 and you leave basically <laughs> with a cortisone shot and a band aid on your knee, you question your your path of of health. John came home. He said, um, so Kenya, I just paid $347 for a cortisone shot and a Band-Aid. <laughs> I said, well, if your knee feels better, then you should be okay. You should that's be fine not, with that. That's not exactly what you said to begin with. When I, I said that, you said you did what? I did say that. But then I remembered it was out of his um, flex spending account, not our bank account. So I was okay with well, it. Well, first of all, you know, I'm going to a specialist in the field. And there is a regimen that's going to be followed. So okay. I had to make fun of that. Yes, because that's what I said Charlotte, when I walked in the door. It was hilarious. Yes, Beverly, he ran out. <laughs> ran out of the goods. He ran out. So his knee hurts. But I tried to tell him when you're trying to crip walk and do the worm and the all that those other dances and you're almost 50 years old, it don't work. The way your body is Hello, set up. baby. You can't do that. But he's trying. So that's why his knee hurts. Bless his heart. So y'all pray for John's knee. Keep his knee covered under the blood of Jesus so that it can be healed. So that he can, and he can remember that he is um, 50, almost 50 years old. And Beverly did give me the goods, but we ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna talk about what your mama said when you called her tonight. Yeah, my mama gonna call me here tonight <laughs> and said, so what did the doctor say? I said, uh, well, he said that, you know, I had inflammation in the knee. He wanted to give me a cortisone shot. And my mom said, did you tell him that you was fat? <laughs> she said, did he tell I you? I said, oh, no, you did not. She said, did he tell you that um, you needed to lose weight? I said, Martha Louise Hughes, did you just insult your son? That was Yes, I did. You're too heavy. Yes, um, Cynthia, we were partying like it's 1999. So, John, listen, the point of this video was that we were supposed to be telling our new followers if there's any on here, but it did see some. Um, a little bit about us and what we, like, who we are. Well, so get, tell the, them. get to talking. So, we told you well, we were married for 15 years. We live um, in um, the suburbs of Atlanta, and I always swore that I would never move to Atlanta, and but, here we are. But, but here we are. And I love it. Like, I mean, when I tell you, I love it. I love it. We started our nonprofit, We Are The Hughes, last year. 501c3. We're online. Yes, we are online. All social posts. Yes, and we are working on getting updated. Our social media person's been hounding me for like the last year, but we're going to get it together. And so we have a 501c3 nonprofit where we do random acts of kindness and good, and they are truly random. However, we're moved. Like, Travis was my random act tonight. We don't have any children. We've not been blessed with them. But when I tell y'all that we have like 5,000 other children, people just, children just gravitate. It like, takes a village. To us. And John becomes Uncle John and I become Auntie Kenya. And then all of the kids love John. But I do all of the work. But it's okay. I'm not salty. So what are we known for? Me and my wife, along with the We Are To Use uh, uh, Army, Mm -hmm. got galvanized and put together a truck and loaded Aww. it up to Houston to help survivors of the hurricane that was there. We, me, my wife, Sheila Harris, and Cynthia, what's Cynthia's last name? Cynthia Walker. Walker. My, my Duke's, Duke's on there. Tell my us Duke's is on there. 
Yeah. Um, we got together. Hi, Charlotte. And drove. Charlotte's uh, following us because she saw my random acts of kindness birthday. Oh wow. The, Hi, um, Charlotte. Uh, a truck loaded with supplies mm-hmm. and uh, various th- various goods, mm-hmm. hygiene and things like that, mm-hmm. and took it to Houston. Mm-hmm. That in turn got recognized several months later and got us on the Ellen Show. Mm-hmm. The Ellen Show. Uh, we were on the show for the One Million Acts of Kindness, and Ellen gave us money, so we used that money to start our charity. Ah, oh, hello, 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 Tanya. So, yes, yeah, so that's what we do. That's who we are. We love people. Listen, if y'all need anybody to um, MC any events, we are available for booking. <laughs> we don't have, like, really any talents, I like to say. Like, you know... Some couples, you know, they... We got talent! Oh, I'm sorry. They play the piano and they sing. We, we got, don't do any of those things. We got talent! We just love each other. I mean, John has his talent. I'm sorry. This is for you, Nitha. Oh, oh. Uh. That's John's one song on the harmonica. Cynthia, um, um, not Cynthia, um, Nitha be hating, but that's like, that's solid gold. Nitha, if you're watching this video, if you watch it, John is salty because you told David that he only has one song. But yes, Cynthia, we are ministering along the way. So anyway, so we are just who we are. We just, we just love people. We love serving. We love doing. So we don't really have like, I don't know, our spiritual gifts are serving when you say, what's your spiritual Drawing gift? Drawing people to our cause. That's yes. our spiritual gift. Our spiritual gift is designed to draw people to acts of service. Yes. And, you know, to be a, a light to others. We believe, I say that um, we, the church is the building, right? But you are the church. So anytime that you are out, you should be spreading the gospel. Amen. Of Jesus. So when people talk to us, when they see us, I always say that when people see you, when they talk to you, they should know that there is something different about you. They may not be able to put their finger on it at that moment, but there's something different. And what that difference is, is that you have the love of Jesus in your heart and you're spreading love. So here's the question. What happens when you're spreading love and the love is not received? Mm. There will be individuals in your life that you cannot elevate with. Mm. You're an eagle, you have to elevate. Eagles soar, they never come down to the ground. They only come to the ground when it's time to lay it down. So remember that you're an eagle and you're supposed to constantly soar and you can't take everyone with you when you need to elevate. Mm. That's good, that is really good. But still let people see the light. And see the light people. constantly. See the light constantly. Yeah. So that, all right. So let's see. So that's a fun fact. 15 years, no kids. We go to church. Um, John is a member of Big Brothers, um, Big Sisters. Beverly said, you preaching now, John. <laughs> Beverly. I, we're both. Uh, he's, he, Beverly, listen, he needs to go to seminary. Oh, Lord. Well, I don't but, know why he's sleeping. Okay, moving on. The um, So, we're members of St. James United Methodist Church. Please come and fellowship with us. Mm-hmm. I am a trustee at St. James. And he's always um, recruiting people. And we're also going to be hosting um, the... We're the host of the 2019 St. James 
2019 Jazz Fest. John, we ain't doing no public service. Buying no tickets. Buy your tickets. No. Listen, I'm just telling y'all that we're the host. When the tickets are available, we'll let you all know. And if you live in the Atlanta area, then come and see us. Because we're going to be funny. (laughs) We're going to be hosting it. We're going to be hosting it and we're going to be funny. You're not soliciting for tickets tonight. Speaking about funny... Oh, we have Yolanda. John, I told you. So I told John at like 8.45 tonight. I was like, John, we need to go live tonight. You picked the most random time. No, but she wasn't ready. Don't be prepared. You got to plan this stuff. We did good. Didn't we do good not planning? So our anniversary. I'm just saying. Just came and went. Mm -hmm. And my wife thought I forgot. And I sent her flowers. Flowers Mm -hmm. bigger than her head. Now, the only problem with buying flowers... If these doggone suckers die, and when you spend $150 for flowers, you expect them suckers to live longer than a week. Y'all, John is soft. So let me tell you all. John's going, I wonder what he was doing with these flowers. The flowers were pretty, so you'd have to go to our Facebook page to see what the flowers actually look like. There's a little bit of hope left. I want my money back. No, this is this one's opening up. Yeah, it's opening it's up opening. and the petals are falling off. Oh, look, well. Look, 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 look. Oh. Look, look. Well, they were pretty and there's still water in them. John's salty, y'all. He's salty. But I'm appreciative. I really, I thought that he had forgot our anniversary. Because John is horrible with dates. When I tell you he's horrible, he's horrible with dates. Can you sit down? With I'm going to sit down. Oh, oh Lord, my knee. My you knee. made it. My knee. But you know. Big Daddy will never forget our anniversary because love is what I do. Thank you, Cynthia. They were beautiful. Your mom just joined. Hey, Ma, we just told them the story about how you just asked John the doctor, told him he needed to lose weight. Don't it be calling hilarious. me fat no more, Mama. It was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. It was hilarious. Okay, you know, John. You, you know next I, fun fact. Next you know fun I fact. love you, Mama. All right. Next fun. What's another fun fact about us? When you get mad, you like to show no emotion at all, but then I have to watch my back. Oh, yeah, because let me tell you, when I get mad, all of this, like, turns really red, and John knows that I'm mad. Like, oh, my gosh, I get so mad. But I try and talk about it sometimes. you got violent tendencies. I try and talk about it sometimes. The first argument that me and Kenya ever had, she punched me in my face. (laughs) That is a lie. Punched me square in my eye. John, that is a lie. That's the truth. That's not true. That is so true. You didn't punch me in my eye? Do I look like I'm a violent person? You was a violent person. Get off my bad knee. Oh, I'm sorry. Knee. I'm not a violent person. Yeah, you is. You was see, violent. See, we just, we just switch it up. You don't know. Yeah, you switch it up. You, we don't you, know. You floated, to the, you floated to the left and you floated to the right and you jabbed. Whatever. Okay. Another fun fact about us is we're getting an um, exchange student from Croatia. Drum roll, please. Yes. We are getting a... um, Croatian Well, 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 let's rephrase that. I'm a member of Rotary, Alpharetta, and we did a joint effort with Johns Creek Rotary to host a exchange student, and this exchange student is from Croatia. So what will be happening in the months to come is the event of a lifetime (laughs) as we invite Mikhail from Mi- Croatia. No, Mihail. Oh, Mihail. Mihail. From Croatia. Yes. To the world of John and Kenya Hughes, we are the Hughes. I don't know if he's right. Let me tell y'all how this happened. 
So I'm on social media probably too much sometimes. Understatement. Zip it. And one of John's Rotary members posted that they were looking for exchange students. I mean, looking for hosts. I'm in the Rotary Club meeting now. For exchange students. 7.15 in the morning. So John said, well, first of all, who gets up at 7.15 in the morning? I do. Float like a butterfly ceiling. So, um. Get off my knee. I keep forgetting. You, I just on the other side next time because I can't. I need to lean. So anyway, so I said, John, they're looking for um, host families for exchange students. So he sends me this text back. I said, would you be interested? He's like, he sends me a text back and he says, call this man. Okay, cool. So I wait, I don't know, like a day or so. So I call this man and I'm like, hi, my name is Kendi Hughes. Uh, uh, my husband's in the rotary with you and I understand y'all are looking for host Shout families. out to Mr. Lyman. I understand y'all are looking for host families for the rotary. I mean, for exchange students. He goes, oh, perfect. Do you live in the Chattahoochee School District? Uh, yes. Okay, well, we need somebody for August. You mean like this August? Like two months August? Yes, we need somebody this August. What's happening is we have nine students going out. And we need nine to come in, and the student can't go to the Johns Creek High School. They gotta go to Chattahoochee. So can you do it? Uh, can we think about it? Well, I'm sitting in the Rotary Club meeting. My wife was having this entire conversation with somebody. I wasn't having it in the meeting. It was afterwards. You was get home. Your, get your story straight. Get your story straight. I did not consent to this at all. He consented. He wouldn't be coming if you didn't consent. It was too late. You already said it was a go. Oh, well, kind of. So anyway, so his name is Mihael. He's coming. Mihael said that he is so excited. We Skyped with his family two weeks ago on Thursday. And um, he said that he had shown all of his friends my birthday video. And his friend said, your host mom and all of her friends are so cool. So guess what? Mihael's birthday is on August 7th. And guess what the Hughes are going to do? And guess what? We're having Mihael. We're going to have a party. party. Yes. He's well, not going to be ready. It's going to be a cultural shock for him because he's from Croatia. So Croatia is predominantly... He's probably going to be watching this at some point. Uh, Croatians and Serbs. So the, the the idea of diversity there is a little bit different than where we, than, than you would have in the United States. So he will be able to experience a plethora of different societies and cultures. Yes, so we are excited. So keep us in prayer. Uh, John and I, as you all heard, we don't have any children. So this is a new experience for us. We will be, um, yeah, we're going from no kids to a teenager. I'm going to introduce them to the OJs, the Commodores, the uh, Run DMC, Eric B. and Rock M, Air Supply, Aerosmith. Oh man, it's going to be incredible. It is going to be incredible. So we're excited. So keep us in prayer, you guys, as we go on this new chapter journey of this. Um, I know it will be exciting. And honestly, we really hope, you know, when we, when I said that we would do this, I really thought about how many lives. I did. I did. Hey, Vince. Um, She didn't think about it at all. I did. No, I really thought about how many lives we can touch and how many people we can show that especially in the world now where there's and and especially in where there's so much division that people from cross cultures can come together 
and still be one. At the end of the day, we all bleed red. We all have the same purposes and goals in life. That is to have love, to have a good life, to be loved by other people. I mean, we all have the same goals at the end of the day. So we just may look a little bit different on the outside. So part of this journey is I hope that we are able to, and Mihail loves social media, so we'll be able to show people um, how we're able to spread love and embrace one another. He does speak five languages. So Man. the good news is uh, he speaks English because that would be a problem. <laughs> So we gotta go to school and get registered because we're actually his parents for three months. John keeps saying three months. He thinks it's really like three and a half, almost four months. In his mind, it's three months, but it's really three and a half, almost four months. But you're gonna be well. He's 17. He won't be hard headed and nothing like that. But he is a teenager. I don't want to have to make the statement, boy. I brought you in this life, and I'll take you out. No, you can't make that statement. No, no you, you can't make that statement. I'm this just, was funny, though. So his mom... I'm going to be like on... on uh, What's that? FaceTime? Uh, I'm going to call your daddy. Oh, my gosh. So this was funny, though. So we were FaceTiming. I keep forgetting... Get off my... You, my I knee bad. And his mom deal? says, um, so how will he get to school? I said, he's going to ride the bus. She was the bus. Yeah, he got to ride the bus. He got I to learn yes. experience all that. And she says, well, he rides a bike to school here. Well, he can ride a bike to school, but you, you don't want to ride that's no, probably not a good idea. You don't want to ride no, no bike on Old Milton at 7 in the morning. You want to no. do that. So it's very, um, it's just going to be very different. And then, what was, a, there was something else he said that was really, um, oh, I told him he's had to wash his own clothes. Oh my gosh. He, he don't wash, he didn't wash his own, <laughs> mama take care of that. I said, um, his mom said, so is he going to have any chores? I said, well, one, he's going to have to clean his room. Welcome to and that. he's going to have to wash his own clothes. Welcome to that American goes, grass. Boy, you could be cutting some grass. Yeah, buddy. John, you don't even cut your grass. Nope. Really? So I, I'm putting him out there with Mr. Henry. Okay. That'll be an experience. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. That'll be an experience. So, yes. Yeah, so he is going to have the time of his life. Um. So you all will meet him on Facebook Live at some point, which will be very comical, I'm sure. And then some of you all will get to meet him at his party. Oh my gosh. Extraordinaire. Can't wait for the party. All right, so listen, it's late. We probably didn't tell y'all a lot about us, but I feel like for our new followers, besides the posts that we make on Facebook, that you all have gotten a, kind of gotten a feel for who we are. We hope that you will um, share our page, that you will tell your friends about us, and that you all will be encouraged to do random acts of kindness. People have asked me, um, have I stopped my random acts of kindness? When I tell you that I have a lot of random acts to post, I still have some to post. But we're going to continue on this random act journey because we can touch one life at a time, one person at a time. And it does not take a lot to make a difference in someone's life. Listen, guys, the last random act of kindness that we had got over 400,000 views on Facebook. So what is that all about? We expect every time we do a random act of kindness to be duplicated. We would like to to surpass anything that you've ever seen on Facebook. 400,000, 1 million, 2 million, 20 million, 500 million in acts of kindness. 
prove us wrong, make us look bad by doing it yourself. And share your random acts. If you share, all do something, share, share. share it and then send it to me. I'll our, share it. I'm going to get caught up. Our objective is for We Are The Hughes to disappear in the sea of acts of kindness. Mm. I'm John Hughes. I'm Kenya Hughes. And together, we, we are, are the Hughes. Hughes. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Good night. Good night.